From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, February 14th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Board of Supervisors decided not to spend $25,000 on an outside legal opinion about the federal implications of the Cannabis Equity Grant last week, though some misgivings about supervisors' legal exposure remain. And an ordinance charging fees for public records remains controversial, with one supervisor expressing regret for his support, a transparency organization objecting to the policy, and a local publisher complaining that she would have had to pay tens of thousands of dollars for information that equity grant applicants are required to provide to prove they were subject to the war on drugs. County Council Christian Curtis has opined that it would be prudent to seek an outside opinion about the supervisor's vulnerability to running afoul of federal law for approving equity grants to those in the cannabis industry, though the program is funded with state money distributed to counties by the Governor's Office of Business and Economic Development. Supervisors briefly considered releasing Curtis's opinion to the public, and longtime cannabis attorney Hannah Nelson insisted that supervisors are not co-conspirators in a federal crime. I am an expert. Just because your county council isn't doesn't mean that you don't have the benefit of the specific experience having and somebody who litigated these specific issues in federal courts, in Mendocino County Court, and all the way up to the California Supreme Court. So I'm just giving you free information. Curtis pressed his point. My understanding is she represents applicants to the program. So, I mean, ethically, if she thought that the program, in fact, violated federal law, she might be ethically prohibited from telling you that. And that's the reason to be seeking an opinion from an attorney that would have an attorney-client relationship with the board. The board decided not to spend the $25,000, but Supervisor Dan Jurdy explained why he voted with the majority to request a free opinion from the attorney general. Jurdy also shot down a suggestion to release Curtis's opinion to the public. I'd rather get the AG's opinion rather than um, create legal exposure for the county by releasing this memo. And the exposure is due to the comments made by people who've commented at our board meetings. A free opinion from the attorney general could take a year to arrive, if he chooses to opine on the issue at all. Supervisor John Hashtag asked his colleagues if they would support an AG opinion on another issue that of an ordinance charging for staff time to provide public records. He reported that a recent presentation at a conference made him regret supporting the ordinance last summer. I understand we're trying to save money, but at the same time, you know, we need to look at our own practices about how we get those records out. And it's not just the people who are denied, it's the chilling effect too. And courts are gonna look at that chilling effect and what it does to, you know, transparency, government responsiveness to the people. Curtis assured him that Mendocino County's ordinance was crafted to align with an already existing AG opinion, and Supervisor Ted Williams noted a lack of public interest in the matter. You know, where there's a new pothole, somebody calls me and yells at me. And I don't hear anybody yelling about public records requests being denied. But Ginny LaRoe of the First Amendment Coalition, a transparency advocacy organization, wrote a letter to the board arguing that rather than adopting policies aimed at curbing public access to information, the county could instead address the asserted significant burden of responding to requests for information by proactively making more information available online and by putting effort into finding other ways to improve efficiencies and support county staff in fulfilling their important role as public servants. Kate Maxwell, publisher of the Mendocino Voice, joined David Drell, Scott Ward, and Michael Katz in responding to Williams's call. 
Every single time this has come up before the board, the vast majority of comments have been in opposition. I am one of the people that has received two different fee estimates from the county out of what I believe um, county council said was maybe five total since this ordinance has been passed. I get one to two emails or phone calls a week of people who are hoping to submit LEAP applications and are desperate to find out information about when camp raids happened. I have reported on cannabis in this county since 2014, and I know how difficult it is to actually get any concrete information about camp raids while they're going on or afterwards. I filed a request desperately trying to get information myself so I could help these constituents and at least have some clear information. Now that this has been put in a county ordinance, if people need information about camp raids, how are they supposed to get it? In response to that request, I got a 66000 fee estimate, $66,000. That's not something I have lying around. Curtis was familiar with Maxwell's request, which prior to the ordinance probably would have simply been denied without drawing up a bill. There's 10 categories. Any and all documents, photos, emails, videos, texts, spreadsheets, PowerPoints, or other work uh, records, including the words or phrases camp or campaign against marijuana planting between January 1st, 2015 and the present, including uh, records of arrests, search warrants, locations of eradicating uh, operations, reports sent to coordinating agencies, asset forfeiture records, miscellaneous contracts, calls for service, sheriff's logs and or sworn statements, dash cam footage and any aerial footage, fixed or rotary wing aircraft and or drones, uh, civil suits and um, receipts for mutual aid requests. The, the Public Records Act really has no mechanism for dealing with, with extremely burdensome requests other than just to refuse it. There's a public interest exception that applies essentially when um, the resources that the county would be using in response to one particular request outweigh the public benefit of that one particular request. That determined has to be, has to be made on a case-by-case basis. You don't know you're right unless you get sued and the court rules on it. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.